Welcome back to Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm Sajal Govindarao. And I'm Max Porter. So, Sajal, did you see what I saw on Wednesday morning? I did. We finally got some snow, but I was surprised since it's the warmest D.C. January in 73 years. It is. The first measurable snow of the winter in D.C. fell early Wednesday morning, and measurable snow is defined as more than 0.1 inches, and Reagan National Airport and the National Zoo reported 0.4 inches of snow. But aside from Wednesday, it has been quite the non-snowy winter in D.C. Wednesday's snowfall was the fifth latest measurable snow of the winter season in the district of all time, with the latest first snow coming on February 23rd back in 1973. This past January was also the third warmest ever with an average temperature of 45.2 degrees, 7.7 degrees warmer than the average January temperature according to the Washington Post's Capital Weather Gang. It's important to note though that this warm temperature we've been experiencing took a brief break on Friday and Saturday when the district experienced temperatures in the teens as the mid-Atlantic and northeast experienced a polar vortex. So Max, apart from Friday and Saturday, what is behind these unusually warm weather conditions? Good question, Sajel. So on Friday, I spoke with GW professor on climate and environmental change, Nikolai Shaklomanov. His expertise is in the Arctic environment, but he provided some great information about why D.C. is so warm this year, particularly because 2022 to 2023 is a La Nina year. For some context, a La Nina year occurs when there is cooling in the ocean surface temperatures of the central and east central Pacific. This causes a jet stream to flow across the northern United States and Canada, leaving the north colder and stormier than usual, and the southern and eastern regions of the U.S., which includes D.C., 33 to 40% warmer and less stormier, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. La Nina years occur every three to five years, but sometimes occur in successive years. The Pacific cooling that causes La Nina usually occurs around Christmas, which is why the phenomenon is called La Nina, which in Spanish means Christ child. Professor Shaklomanov said the reason why D.C. is so warm this year is not because of climate change, but because of this La Nina weather event. Here's the professor for some more insight. Professor, I really appreciate you talking with me today and coming on the podcast. All right, sure. The snow on Wednesday morning was the fifth latest on record in D.C., and this is the warmest January in 73 years. Why hasn't there been much snow in D.C. this year? Is it due to climate change or is this fairly normal? No, that's I, I would say that's part of the normal climatic variability. And everybody was predicting it sort of back in you know summer and you know in the fall because we are in a pretty extended uh, La Nina year. And usually when you know La Nina hits, I mean we are in the sort of mid-Atlantic, you should expect you know, you know summers or oh, winters are significantly warmer than normal. As far as I remember, 2012 was La Nina year, which was pretty warm, pretty dry. And that, those, those things happen. As far as I remember, 1990 was very close to this. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's this year was what, like around 45 degrees Fahrenheit. But I guess 1990 was around, you know, you know, you know, 44, something like that. It's not quite that, but very, very close. So, and in general, you can't really talk about climatic change based on uh, one station or one, one location for one particular year, right? So we need to look at the trend. And as far as I can tell, I mean, the DC trend, obviously the climate climate change is happening, it's real, but it's not that pronounced in, uh, you know, in, uh, in the mid-Atlantic region. I mean, if you look at the Arctic again, that's that's where I'm, that's what I'm specializing. That's where it's really, that's what, 
uh, changes happening in front of our eyes. Air temperatures are going through the roof. So, Max, is D.C. alone in its lack of snow compared to nearby cities? Definitely not, Sajel. Wednesday morning marked the first snow of the year for neighboring cities like New York City and Philadelphia. New York received 0.4 inches in Central Park, which was the latest snow it had ever recorded. Philadelphia's 0.3 inches was also record-breaking, being the second latest of all time. Professor Shiklomanov talked to me a little bit about the characteristics of the Mid-Atlantic region limiting snowfall this winter. We are right at the interface between, let's say, sort of Arctic air mass from the north and sort of a you know, relatively dry and uh, cold Arctic air mass or, you know, or polar air masses, which are kind of descending to us from Canada. And on the other hand, the sort of warm and tropical and moist air masses kind of descending into us from the Gulf, right? So, and basically all the interesting weather phenomena are happening when those two air masses meet. Hmm. And sometimes that boundary can go and we are just kind of, you know, you know happen to be uh, during La Nina more on the, sort of on the warmer side. Sometimes we are on the colder side, but that's, that boundary can fluctuate. And as a result, we might have kind of a significant difference in weather between, let's say, Baltimore and Richmond, right? So we are right in between. But in terms of climate, I wouldn't say that this is much different. And I'm from California, Max, so I'm not a huge fan of snow, but what did the professor have to say about the upcoming winter forecast? Should we expect more snow? I'm a little different in that regard, Sajel. This Connecticut boy loves the fluff. <laughs> Professor Shaklomanov explained to me that despite weather apps and channels acting like they know what the weather is going to look like weeks and months away, they really can't predict much beyond 10 to 15 days. He said DC might get some more snow in mid-February, but it is unlikely. The weather is unpredictable beyond, let's say, 10 days. And that's not just because of our uh, ability to predict it. It's basically uh, because uh, if you think the memory of atmosphere is kind of extends to 10, 15 days. So we cannot sort of provide any sort of forecast uh, other than some very, very cruel probabilistic, you know, you know forecast. Or, or it's not even forecast, it's outlook, let's say. Uh, usually, uh, our biggest... Uh, Snowstorms are coming in February and sometimes even in early March, right? So just kind of historically. I mean, in January, the biggest snowfalls we are usually getting kind of, you know, uh, by by mid by, by mid February. So we might get some, but as far as I know, I mean, I looked at the forecast for 15 days. <laughs> it's, um, it's it's highly unlikely. But beyond that, I don't think anybody can predict what's happening. Because again, it's physically impossible to predict uh, what, what, what will happen with atmosphere kind of beyond 10 or 15, beyond 10 days. Max, thanks so much for talking with Professor Shaklomanov. There's only six more weeks of winter, according to Punxsutawney Phil, the groundhog. Of course, Sajel, I'm crossing my fingers for a few more inches of snow over the coming weeks. Sledding down the Lincoln Memorial steps with some nice powder would be epic. All right, we'll be back next week.